All right, all right, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Uh, of course, Sanders here, as always, and I got the guys with me again. We we back at it. Uh, got my boy Dupree with me. What's up, dude? Man, not much, man, not much. And of course, got, got, got <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, Eli. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? Man, hey y'all, it was a crazy ass weekend in the NFL, boy. Wow, <laughs> yeah. so great, great weekend of football. Great, yeah. Every game, every game. Yeah, probably the the worst game was probably the Packers, but that still was a good defensive game. But yep. other than that, it was a solid week of football. Weekend of football for sure. I mean, at one point I was just like, bro, how could you not, how could you not like football seeing this, bro? Like, I just, I don't see how folks don't like it, bro. But, man, crazy, crazy, crazy divisional weekend. Probably the best divisional weekend in in history. And, man, of course, you know what we're going to start off with, bro. The, obviously the best game of the year and unless next week can top it and the Super Bowl can top it this is for sure game of the year bro between uh the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs um ends up going into overtime as y'all know and Mahomes finds Travis Kelsey for the game winner and the Chiefs come out on top and head to their fourth straight AFC championship game uh 42-36 Overtime, bro. Um, man, this one was—I mean, this one was good from great from start to finish. I mean, really, man. What was like? What what was y'all thoughts on how the game went, bro? Like, obviously, it lived up to the hype, and and we got that and plus more, bro. Like, so, man, what's y'all thoughts? And then shoot, what's some what's some uh, what's some plays that caught y'all attention that struck y'all mind, or it's like. It seemed like it was going one way for one team, then it switched to the other, and it was just, I mean, bro, it's your classic back-and-forth matchup, bro. It was crazy. Yeah, it was a great um, back-and-forth matchup. Um, we talked a lot about last week. There was one of our heavy favorites. We said if both teams come, they played in a wild-card matchup, it was going to be a great game. The half offense, and both teams came with it. Start to finish. Um, one of our keys, we also said the game was going, I think it was Dupree, he um, said the game was going to come down to whoever had the ball last. Uh, it was just unfortunate that it wasn't in Josh Allen's hands. Because uh, I always feel if Josh Allen had the ball uh, first in OT, then we probably would have been looking at a Bills Bengals uh, AFC championship. But what Mahomes did, um, he stepped. He don't have to do nothing else. He's going down as one of the greatest plays. Thirteen seconds to give your kicker a chance. Um, sending you guys the OT, and then you just took it from there. That's um championship mentality right there. Um, you can't no other words to describe what he did. But it's no discredit to Josh Allen because. He did his job, you know, if not more, four TDs, almost 100 yards on the ground, over 300 yards in the air. Like, he did his job. And he did it, I'm not going to say without 
um, Diggs, uh, but he did it without going to one of his top tier receivers. Although, you know, they had him double covered. He still managed to, you know, do what he had to do. But it was uh, a game on both sides. Let's go, Chief. They won me some money. It was tough uh, nailing that out. Uh, you know, when they scored that last TD, I was uh, biting my nails for sure. But, yeah, 13 seconds, I still that's still unbelievable right there. I thought A Rod thirty seven seconds was special, but Man. I don't know. Got a um, record breaker. Yeah, that was. I mean, it was a great game. I think the the biggest thing for me, um, as far as a play, the uh, the play right before Kansas City kicked the field goal to force overtime. You get the um, Travis Kelsey. Basically on the seam route, um, and he gains. I, I, I mean, there's got to be at least almost 20 yards, and uh, gets Harrison Bucker in field goal range to kick the field goal. I don't. You just can't give him a free release. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not in that. You know, I'm not a a Bills fan. I'm not in that room. I don't watch. The, you know, the Bills um weekend a week out every Sunday and things like that but there's just no way you can you can give Travis Kelsey I mean a free release on that in that situation knowing what they have to what they have to do knowing that they need a field goal um I picked the Bills I'm not even a Bills fan and I I mean <laughs> I mean I, I felt bad for the Bills that was I mean that was that's a tough way to lose to 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 believe and know that you have the game won, and just like that, you're going into overtime. And I think just about everybody knew once the Chiefs won the coin toss, you knew it was a wrap. You knew they were going down and uh, and scoring. Um, and there was a pretty good debate today with some of my coworkers just about whether or not maybe they should change the rule in the playoffs or not. Some said yes, some said no. Um, I felt that in the playoffs they should at least give the – opposing team opportunity to get you know to to match to get the ball but hey I mean it is what it is um I think that was that game had the two best teams in the NFL playing in it. the two best teams in the NFL played last night um in that Bills Chiefs games I think both of those teams could win the Super Bowl I think both of those teams could beat San Francisco and and uh, L.A. So um, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about um, Cincinnati here in a minute. But overall, just a just a great football game. And the quarterbacks just played the both of those guys. I mean, both of those guys lit it up and played some of the best games that they've had probably ever. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if what if or what performance that they have in their career tops, tops what they did last night. Um, and you see, you know, you've heard the comparisons between, you know, this is the new Brady versus uh, Manning matchup and everything. This is, this is going to be special for years to come between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. So I'm uh, just, just very appreciative to watch that game last night. That was a great football game. The wire to wire. Oh uh, yeah, for me, man, I, 
I just, I mean, I think about, I think about Josh Allen, bro. Uh, the game that he had, I mean, the first of all, the game that he had in the wild card matchup against the Patriots, where he had more touchdowns and incompletions, and then he comes back out and had the performance that he had on Sunday uh, in the division around here. I mean, essentially, bro, he pitched two perfect games, bro. Like you, the numbers that he got for those two games, you would take that as a quarterback. And I mean, it's just the fact that you know he didn't get a chance to get the ball, get the ball back in overtime, or do anything with it in overtime. Um, it sucks, but it right now. I mean, I guess it is what it is. But I, I know we we give Mahomes a lot of credit uh, for uh, obviously bringing the team back down um, with the, with 13 seconds left to get that to get that uh, that game time field goal. But I just I just think now looking back on it, I think the Bills gave it away. Like essentially, I mean, because man, first of all, Gabriel Davis, oh my god, boy had a game. Oh my god, I, I said that. I mean, I said that he need a key to the city, uh, free Buffalo wings for life, or something, dude. Because dude had a. Bro, the stat line he got, that's some people's, like, career numbers sometimes. Like, honestly. The, to go over 200 yards, receiving four TDs. And, I mean, oh, that last one he had, oh, my goodness, what he did to the, the DB. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I, I mean, I look back, though, and I think about the fact that they kicked the ball deep for a touchback, so no time went off. And then for some odd reason, which I know why they did it in a way, them playing that prevent defense because you just you don't want to get let Tyreek Hill get behind you, so you don't want to get the game winning touchdown. So you're thinking that best. Let's just try to get it in the kicker's hand and see if he make a miss because that's a fifty. Obviously, that's fifty fifty shot on whether he makes a miss. So I guess that's what they were doing. But I mean, I think if you squib it, you know, time rolls off. They don't have as as much time as they would from getting a touchback, and then just the cushion was so bad. And then at one point after the Tyreek Hill pass is caught, and Kansas City calls their first timeout, Buffalo comes back and call a timeout, and they just gave Kansas City more time to see the field and everything. And, and now there's this uh, infamous soundbite. Now I don't know if you guys have seen it. I know I have, but to basically where. Duper, you talked about it. That pass from Mahomes to Kelsey before the field goal, Travis Kelsey wasn't even supposed to run the route that he ran. He had a whole nother different route, he said. And he told Mahomes that, hey, if they give me this amount of space and XYZ, I'm just going to run down in between the two defenders that they got and just throw it to me. And it's a soundbite where before the ball gets snapped, you could hear Mahomes saying to Kelsey to, to do that. Whatever you was going to do, just do it. And then it happened. So it wasn't even a that wasn't even a play, <laughs> which goes back to what Eli saying on how stamped now Mahomes is. That wasn't even a play that they even ran. That was just them backyard football. Like, hey, if they line up here, I'm a I'm gonna do this. And if you see that, you see it too. Then we gonna go ahead and do it. Um, but honestly, I just think man, Buffalo's defense was gassed. I mean, Kansas City ran seventy three plays. But Buffalo ran 63. I mean, all, both of the defenses were gassed for sure. Um, 
And then the whole the whole you know debate and controversy about the the overtime rule. Uh, I like I like Josh Allen's um, answer to that. It was saying if it was the other way around, we'd be celebrating too. So you really wouldn't be worried about it. But um, in a perfect world, I would like for them in the playoffs to adopt the college overtime rules just to see um, how it would work. But I doubt that they would change the overtime rule, which is something I want to ask y'all too. If y'all think that's something they should consider. Um, maybe thinking about changing the overtime rules just for the playoffs. Though I don't, I don't need to see it in a regular season game. I'm fine with the way the OT rules are in the regular season. Um, but for for the playoffs, you know, <laughs> I, maybe they should probably adopt it. I mean, because you, if you think about it, the Chiefs tried to, uh, you know, petition that rule for the changes for overtime a couple years ago when it happened to them. Um, in the in the first AFC Championship game they went to against the Patriots, I mean obviously Pat Mahomes never touched the ball, um, but I, I don't know. I, I would like for them to possibly change it. I doubt that they will, just because if it's already been denied just a few years ago, it definitely won't happen again. Um, but what, what's y'all thoughts on that? Do you would you like to see them adopt that overtime rule just for the playoffs or for something or? It just it is what it is, and it just so happened that whoever got the ball was was going to score, and it really don't even matter. I I like to see in the playoffs, at least just in the playoffs, opposing team um, get an opportunity to to uh, to get the ball. So um, I know in the rules now, like if. If a uh, if a squad gets a safety, the game is over. Okay, I'm cool with that. But the Chiefs go down, they score a touchdown. All right, the Bills get an opportunity to go down and match. Um, if the Chiefs go down and kick a field goal, all right, the buck. If the Bills go down and score a touchdown, then the game is over. To, at least to match, just in the playoffs, like like you said, Sanders. Um, that's just how I feel. I felt like that. Um, I felt like that for a while. Um, a while now, I felt like that when that happened with the Chiefs and the Patriots. Just give, give the other team a shot with the ball. Um, they probably won't change it. I, I agree with you. I don't think they'll change it either, but that's just my opinion. Super Bowl 51, but I don't want to talk about that because Matt Ryan never saw the ball. But, but I, I don't want to. I, I mean, just, um, you know, we want to go into I, the I mean, rules with that. Sorry, that's yeah, just me. No, I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not even going. I'm not even going back that far, dog. To be my honest, bad. my bad. But yeah, no. Nah, I I would definitely like to see. I mean, it was like that before, and then they changed it. It was like that before and, until they changed it. So, um, I like to see them go back to that. I honestly have um, mixed feelings uh, because I feel like it's really no time you in that tundra. You know, your defense got to be the best it can ever be versus offense got to be the best it can be. Now, if they change it once something I go against, like, no, y'all, y'all, I was changing something to accommodate people, people how it is. I want to go against it. I mean, it's cool, but how it is now, I mean, it just it is what it is, you know. It's uh, first time, like it says, like if the NBA, I know you can't really compare it, but like when you got the game on the line, you know, five seconds on the clock, 
Either your defense got to step up or your offense got to ice them. So, yeah, that's just my thoughts on it. Yeah, but I would, but I, I do want to um, propose this uh, question. Do you think Eagles should have should have kicked it? Maybe we had kicked it to knock a few seconds off the clock. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think if the Bills would have squib kicked it instead of kicking it deep um, for that touchback, because when they kicked it deep for the touchback, no time went off. Uh, I mean, you squib it. I, I mean, maybe it's a shorter field, but I mean, who's to say that they get two plays like that? Even though I know they still had all their timeouts, who I feel like at that point, who who who's to say that they even get that that field goal off, or they get that close enough for a field goal? Maybe it's a longer field goal try for for Kansas City. I think the squid would have could have possibly made a difference. It would have shared it off at least a two seconds. So. I mean, think about 13 seconds compared to, to, to 9, then, 10, 11 seconds, you know. And then it will also cause Mahomes, them extra, the extra seconds that he had. I don't know, we out here defending 13 seconds. Like, but that's crazy. <laughs> and it's, you know, but it was still, but I don't know, because I feel like maybe it would have still put a little more pressure. Like, okay, now I really got to get the ball out of my hands quick, you know. But yeah. If you did it in 13 seconds, I'm scared of you if you had nine seconds. You <laughs> know it's four seconds shorter, you know, but so that's my thoughts. I, I just wanted to ask that. Yeah, I, I think if the squid would have came, maybe. I mean, who's who? it's like you said, though, Eli, who knows? Even with 10, nine seconds, he still possibly could have – Work some work some magic. I mean, dude built different, bro. <laughs> that's really that's really all I can say about that, man. But um, at first, I thought this was gonna be the upset of the week, but I don't think this was the biggest upset. But it was upset nonetheless. Um, Cincinnati Bengals go in the go in the Nashville, go against the Tennessee Titans, come out on top. 1916, uh last second field goal by the rookie kicker. Um despite Joe Burrow getting sacked nine times, <laughs> the Bengals come out on top. Uh y'all called it. Uh so I know y'all ain't really surprised because y'all called it on the last episode for for the Bengals to get the dub. Um and the crazy thing is is that you know it was a struggle for them, which it was a struggle for both teams. But the fact that they still got it done like that in a tough, tough environment, bro, because Nissan Stadium was rocking. You can hear it through the TV, bro. Like, Nissan Stadium was rocking. So, uh, obviously, I know y'all feeling good about that. So, what's y'all, how y'all feeling about that game, how it went? And, I mean, a, a lot of plays went here and there for sure in this game, too. And it came down to the last second. Joe Shiesty. LC North. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, that was a actually good defensive game, I would say. Um, it do goes to show the Bengals need help in the online. I mean, that's something we already knew, but Hopefully, you know, that they really put a point of emphasis on that because 
Tennessee had the 28th ranked defense, and they still got Joe nine times. So, says a lot. So, if Tennessee, who has the 28th ranked defense, can get to Joe that many times, Chiefs, whose defense is ranked right around where Tennessee is at, and if, if they are able to do the same thing with a better offense, it might be ugly for the Bengals. That's all I'm going to say. It might get ugly quick. But the uh, praise uh, Joey B, you know, I like Joey B. You know what I'm saying? I like him a lot. Um, that was a good game. Um, it just goes to show that these young boys are ready. These young quarterbacks coming in. I said, like, he's been on that stage before. Yeah, the circumstances was different. You know, college is the end of the field. But at the end of the day, you you know, you playing Belma. That's one of the top dogs over there. He's been there before. Uh, he's seen poise. He did what he had to do. Now, hopefully, we see a great FC championship. Yep. I told you. Hate to say it. <laughs> but I told you. I tried to tell people who were picking Tennessee. And the reason why a lot of people pick Tennessee, and rightfully so in, in most respects, was that Derrick Henry was coming back and he was going to play ball and be toting the rock for the Titans on Saturday. And I told everybody he is not 100%. He is not the Derrick Henry, or he's not going to be the Derrick Henry that everybody thought he was going to be. You can, yes, he was back. He had surgery. He's been practicing. But you cannot account (laughs) for game reps. I don't care how much the man practiced. Game reps is different. Being live is different. The Titans, from the first play of the game, it was ugly. I don't think that... I think that Tennessee got two... Too caught up in the stigma of Derrick Henry, and they went away from the running back who was having a good game. Foreman was running the bo- the running the ball well all game. All in all, had better runs all game than Derrick Henry. Yet you keep trying to feed your workhorse, but he just he just didn't he just wasn't ready. He just wasn't in good enough shape yet to be able to carry the load like people thought he was going to be able to. And it's also, we got to give, we got to give this, this Bengals defense some credit. A lot of people are not talking about the, the job that the Bengals defense did. The Bengals defense showed up. I mean, regardless of, you know, yeah, Derrick Curry might not have been um, 100%. He might not have been, you know, the guy that we know him, the guy that he was early in the year before he got hurt. But, I mean, they met him in the backfield. They stopped him before he could even get going most of the times. 
they would hit them in the backfield, stopping them in the backfield. They gave up a couple runs. Uh, same thing with Foreman, too. Um, getting them down before they could get going. They they did a good job. They did a really, really good job against that Tennessee Titan defense, uh, offense. Excuse me. Um, how you lose the game after sacking the opposing quarterback nine times, I do not know. Um, one thing that I, I learned between between this game and the game we just mentioned, um, Kansas City and, and Buffalo, you cannot. I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. But you cannot one on one these receivers late in in games. The the Bengals got in field goal range because they finally decided. To, to play man and single of Jamar Chase and he get and he beats uh Janoris Jenkins for a first down, gets him a field goal range. Same thing, you run man and Tariq Hill beats his man and scores on the deep uh on a deep dig um late in the game against the Bills. Like you can't single these guys up late late in these games, especially with these quarterbacks. But Cincinnati figured it out. They found a way. I didn't think that it would be like this. It was kind of a it was a defensive game. Um, I thought it would be more scoring, but all in all, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people are you know blaming Tannehill, which I mean, he did not have a good game by any means. But that play calling is definitely to blame too. They they there was some very very questionable play calling. Um, that I don't want to get in. You know, I had to get into all of it, but the play calling didn't help either. But <clears throat> Tennessee did not play like they were the number one seed at all. They did not look like a number one seed at all. So, go Bengals, like I said. Man, when I when I looked at that game, bro, I just it's amazing, bro, how talented uh, and how young, bro, their offense is with Cincinnati, especially at the wide receiver position. They're so worried about Jamar Chase. T. Higgins had himself a game, for sure. They couldn't stop him for a second. When when Burrow had time, which it wasn't too many times, but when Joe Burrow had time, he was finding T. Higgins. Um, He had him uh, a pretty nice game. But obviously, I mean, right from the start, when you look at first play and Ryan Tannehill throws an interception, uh, I mean, it was just – that a bad read, terrible, terrible read, just poor decision making. But um, man, I, I got to give Joe Burrow some credit too, just for how tough he was. I mean, I can't mention it, can't stress it enough. Man, to get sacked nine times, ain't too many times you're gonna get sacked nine times, and you still find a way to win the game. Uh, like you said, Eli, man, them, them young bulls, they. They come in. It's it's crazy. You know, folks mentioned, you know, we talked about the Chiefs and the Bills mentioning, you know, Mahomes and, and, and Josh Allen with the whole Brady Manning thing. I mean, Joe Burrow keeps this up. He can be in that conversation right there with him. Uh if 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 Joe if uh no, I'm gonna say Joe Herbert. <laughs> Justin Herbert, if he can get him a uh, a defense and not screw it up for him or stupid play calling and decision making for him he he can be in that conversation too but uh, I look at it for the Titans bro it was just 
I mean, Ryan Tannehill does get a is going to get a lot of blame for it. Um, I mean, he he does deserve some rightfully so, as you mentioned, Dupree. But all in all, like it was just the play calling, like you said, terrible. I mean, on that third and one, you go want to go in the shotgun and go read option, want to go RPO, whatever you were trying to do. And then on fourth, you don't get it. Then on fourth and one, you put Derrick Henry out there and he's seven yards back in the backfield. Everybody, everybody on the planet Earth plus Mars know he about to get the ball. Um, just bad play calling, poor decision making. All three, all three of Ryan Tannehill's interceptions were terrible. Even, I know the second one with the tip. Tip on the screen might might not necessarily be his fault. It's just a great athletic play by the defender. But those other two, terrible decision making. I mean, he's staring down the first that first interception, he's staring down the receiver. The third interception, he's staring down the receiver. My thing is, is like you have AJ Brown who made a hell of a catch, and we ain't even talking about that catch he made because it was just it's overshadowed by the the bad plays and mistakes that the Titans made. Um, you got AJ Brown out there. Um, quietly, Julio Jones actually had a pretty decent game. I know it's not like your big Julio numbers that you might have been accustomed to seeing, but quietly he had a, a a pretty good game. Like you know, to be out there, and for some reason he's staring down at Nick Westbrook Aquina. I just mentioned AJ Brown, Julio Jones, and Ryan Tannehill is staring down a dude with two last names. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? If you look at that play, he had a tight end underneath that he could have just dumped it out to, and the and the game possibly goes into overtime. And that's another thing too; they had the ball with like a little over two minutes left, and they just seemed like they didn't know how much time was left. They weren't even trying to put have no type of urgency. It was just I don't know. It was just bad all around for the Titans, bro. Like they they got a lot of soul searching to do. But man, big heads out to the Bengals. Um, obviously, they still got some work to do on the offensive line. But man, a, a lot of credit to them for sure. Oh, for real. And then. Um... Also, I want to say this. This what um, I had to realize as well as Henry has to realize as a person who have a metal plate in their body, neck cold, and with a metal plate in your foot, that's a different feeling. Like, no matter how healed you think you are, when that cold, whatever, uh, when it hit, when that get the feeling, boy, it stopped everything. It stopped all your um, muscles. Like, that's an irritable and a feeling that you don't want to experience for real. But, again, oh, I do, I do want to say this, because somebody tried to argue with me. And I'm going to say the name over here, because he be, he be that thing, he be tuned in. I'm sure that he watched this episode, listen to this episode. Charles, as you know, Charles, uh, my bro Charles, he also have his own podcast. Um, they not ready for that podcast, so make sure y'all tune in, tap in to that as well. Um, he had the nerves to tell me Ryan Tannehill is the reason for the Titans' success. 
And he's the reason the Titans has the number one seed and are in the playoffs. I just want to hear y'all opinion on that. Because I could be wrong. Because I told him that is definitely not the case. It's not. What do you think about that? It's not. (laughs) It's not. Majority of their losses is... They had this season was on him. <laughs> it was on him. The Steelers game on him. Uh, I mean, I know the Jets game, they were injured, but still. I mean, it's just, it's like I said, bro. Like, as a person who um, who once played the position, you know, I mean, I ain't, you know, I ain't, you know, all time or nothing like that, but, you know. I know the basis of it, bro. Like he was staring down all his receivers, bro. And if it's like if you can't keep staring down at number one or number two and think that you, you can still get that pass it. off, bro. Yeah, you just you just can't stare that down and think you're gonna get your pass off. Like it's just not it isn't it's not gonna happen. I mean the, really I mean, I hate the I don't mean to sound like a hater, but the part of their success, as far as the Titans go, is that that division is weak as hell. Let's just be real. We got the Jaguars are still trying to figure things out with Trevor Lawrence. Houston is a mess. And the Colts got Carson Wentz. <laughs> I mean, so by default right there. That, yeah. Even with that, they, people had Colt um, coming out on top of the division. Yeah, so, I mean, come on now. Right, man. I, I know Dupe. I know Dupe ain't even gonna answer that, so I ain't even worried about that, bro. Move on, bro. <laughs> NFC. <laughs> I wish I could see my face right now. Uh, man, come on, Charles. <laughs> I wish you could see my face. I, I need. I, I need. I need his reasoning for that. I don't want to hear it. We may have to bring him on. We may have to bring him on a show and double back on that. But for the for the snippet, we need to come on, Charles, and we're gonna have to put uh, the Shani Sharp meme on that one because I don't know why he think that, but he said Ryan telling him is the reason for the tight success why they're in the playoffs. Hmm. I I mean. Here's my okay, my last thing on that. We'll we'll go to that. Like, granted, when he took over, they had wins and losses. Yes, they have been pretty successful because they were very inconsistent and up and down. But for this season alone, I, I mean, I can't really go with overtime. Like overtime, I guess you can say that. But this season alone, bro, he some most of the times was the sole reason why they lost some games, and he was definitely part of the reason why they lost on Saturday. I mean, like I said, all three of those interceptions, bro, was just for bad interceptions. It wasn't like, oh, it hit the receiver's hands or, you know, just a fluke play. Like I said, maybe maybe the wide receiver screen one, you can you can maybe chuck that up on. But the other ones were just if you if you whenever you can get a chance to go back and look at it, bro, it's just two bad reads, bro. It's terrible reads. He just wasn't seeing the field. And that, I mean, that's the end of that, bro. So over in the NFC, after I thought honestly that the Bengals upset was probably the biggest one out of the division around, here come the San Francisco 49ers going into Lambeau Field as the snow is coming down and find a way to upset 
the Green Bay Packers. Um, I was in shock. This is probably the game that shocked me the most just because I just, I mean, obviously I thought that the Packers were the better team. Uh, I felt like Aaron Rodgers could get what he needed to get done. But only managed 10 points. Special teams let him down. And for the Niners, end up knocking knocking Aaron Rodgers out. And how y'all how y'all feel about that one? I'm gonna keep this one short because I'm so disappointed. Because a lot of people, including myself, had um I just coming out the NFC. Um the Super Bowl Chiefs and Packers matchup, that's what I had, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Mahomes versus A Rod. A lot of people thought A Rod was gonna get it this year. Um, once again, we was wrong. We thought he was gonna get it last year. We was wrong. Uh, what I uh, what I would say, y'all know I got theories. Um, I would say I think A Rod blew that game on purpose. because <laughs> uh. <laughs> he won out. He won out. Um, because how can you say? This the type of weather I love to play in, and then you go perform like that. It's not adding up. So um, people need to watch out for the 49ers and their run game and that defense. Um, you knew they were solid. We all knew they were solid. Um, but defense is carrying them because I don't trust Jimmy G. Um, I want to put my life on that one. Hey. They are scary. The 49ers are scary. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that Rams 49ers matchup. It's always a good time, good time to see divisional rivals. You know it's gonna be gonna be in that tundra for real. Um the third time. So hard to beat somebody three times, let alone twice. But yeah. Yeah, I um I picked the Packers to, to come out the NFC as well. I'm definitely um, disappointed. I wanted to see Aaron Rodgers uh, get to the Super Bowl with the Packers. Um, I like Aaron Rodgers a lot. But I also did say that the 49ers, I picked one team in the NFC, one team in the AFC. I, the team that nobody would want to see was the 49ers in the in the NFC that they were the hottest team rolling into the playoffs and um, they proved that on uh on Saturday night. I mean they went in there and and got it done. Once you got into once they tied the game up, it was like, okay, this is uh this this might get this might get a little rough for Green Bay because you've given, you know, San Francisco a chance and a hope that they could come in and, and win in Lambeau Field. If this had been a shootout and you're relying on Jimmy G to score points and winning a in a duel with Aaron Rodgers, I think everybody on on here would agree that there's no way San Francisco wins that game. But that defense held strong and um they got it done. I'm 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 disappointed. I'm not gonna go as far as Eli uh, you know, with him, you know, saying that he may be through the game, but I'm definitely Definitely disappointed that they they didn't get back. I really wanted to see, really wanted to see the Packers 
in the Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just. I mean, the word is disappointing overall, just because. I mean, uh, three straight seasons with at least thirteen wins again. Um, I believe they had the number one seed all three years this year, last year, and the year before. Were they the number one seed? Were they the number one seed in twenty nineteen? Uh, I can't. No, no, I don't know. I don't think they were, but I mean, still thirteen. No, they were. They were a two seed because they lost to the Forty Niners there. But I mean, three straight years, thirteen wins. Um, two straight years with the number one seed, you would think that, you know, especially this year, it, it looked like it could have been, you know, their year. And Rodgers goes with the whole, you know, last dance thing. Let's try to end this off with a bang. And, man, one and done. Um, and now I think his overall playoff record was like 7-9, and 0-4 to the 49ers. He's lost twice to Kaepernick, lost twice to Jimmy G. Uh, man, it's just, it is. It's just very disappointing. Um, like I said, man, after the game, I kind of just sat there in shock that it, it really happened for him. And, I mean, of course, the the blocked uh, field goal before the halftime that could have, you know, had the Packers to extend their lead. And then you got the blocked punt that led to the 49ers' only touchdown. I mean, because offensively, they did not do anything. Um, but Green Bay had plenty of chances to pull that game out, pull it away, and, and could have been hosting an NFC Championship game. But they're not. Um, so I just pose y'all with this last question before we move on to the next game, uh, which, I mean, I think is probably inevitable that it's going to happen. But is Rodgers and Green Bay, is that era over? Is it done? Yes, it's been done. Um, I think they're ready to move on with Jordan Love, um, in my opinion. Um, I think we all knew A-Rod was uneasy in Green Bay. Uh, I have two potential teams uh, that I think would be a good fit for him. We'll discuss that later. Um, but I mean, you never know, but you know, because he do have a relationship with those receivers over there. But it's like, man, the way they just went out is like, I don't know, you know. But I'm leaning towards the yes part of that. I'll say I would not be surprised if he's still in Green Bay. I think there's still a strong possibility that he'll still be in Green Bay. Um, like Eli, uh, I have three teams that I think he could potentially end up um, end up with, and one of those is the Green Bay Packers. So um, I would say, yes, it looks like it's, it's over, but I, I also think that there's a good possibility that he could stay in Green Bay. Yeah, I think it's over. I don't think he want to go back there at all. I mean, the relationship's kind of been rocking here for the past couple of years anyway, so I don't know. I just, I just think it's one of those things where it's just it's, it's the end of nerves coming to an end. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of coming to an end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me leave that man alone, bro. But the Rams, albeit they made it a little bit more too interesting than they had to. Uh, <laughs> eked it out, squeaked out a win in Tampa Bay, uh, taking out the defending champions, thirty to twenty-seven. Uh, despite four turnovers from the Rams, um, they end up getting it done, um, having that, like I said, having that big lead, um, and then it looked like th- it looked like the football guys was about to let Brady get put another one on his list, um, but. That boy Cooper Cup, <laughs> man, made some big plays. Him and Matthew Stafford, and they get it done. And now they're hosting the NFC Championship game thanks to the 49ers beating the Packers. Um, I know we were kind of all kind of torn on this game a little bit uh, just because we hoping the Rams would win, but knowing not to bet against Tom Brady. And it looked like it was just it was just happening. Um, this game was wild too, uh, man. How how y'all feeling about this one? And um, you know the the big plays that happened. And I mean, obviously, what's next for the Buccaneers and 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 for Tom Brady? Man, crazy on let me keep going first. And <laughs> down then over there. Yeah, I'm 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 zero then, but. Then over there, um, I would say this. Um, I honestly don't think Brady done. I do think he come back um, next year. Um, it was a perfect time to go out on top. It would have been last year. I remember saying that two years ago when the Patriots won the Super Bowl a couple years back. So, I think Brady do come back. I mean, when you love something, you just keep doing it until you can't do it no more. I think it's hard for him to walk away from the game, um, especially after uh, that loss. The Rams was definitely had definitely had us in scare mode, uh, but they managed to pull it out. But those turnovers cannot. Afford that dealing with the 49ers. 49ers, they do force a lot of turnovers and they do know how to milk the clock. So, speaking on a man, Brady, it's always good to see Brady lose, uh, especially when he cheated my Ravens. We all know the, uh, what he did. We ain't going to speak on it. With the inflation football, that's <laughs> all. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they out there throwing air balloons, man. They out there cheating. <laughs> you got that cheating out there. Brady had to cheat because we was going to go back to back with it. But, uh, you know, don't think he, I think he come back for one more season. So, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he said he'll, he wants to play till he's 45. I think he's, I don't think he don't turn 45 until the next season come around. So, uh, he, I mean, he probably will. It's just Brady forty four. I guess it's forty three or forty four. Yeah, he. I he think he's forty four. He's forty four. Yeah. Man, that's not yeah. that we say man like that. That's not old, but 
That's crazy to be playing football and you almost 50. <laughs> so when you think about that, I think LeBron, he got about five more years on him then. <laughs> and at the rate he's doing right now, he could. I mean, that's, that's, another, ooh, that's another episode. Yeah, that's another episode. Um, yeah, I... Um, You know what? Side note. I just I didn't I didn't I don't wanna go here, but I'm 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 kinda tired of it. And I get it. I get it, but people who aren't Falcons fans reference that game more than Falcons fans. Like I don't understand. I'm getting tweeted at and sent messages. Oh, this look familiar. Oh, uh, this I've seen this game before. Like, bruh, what is this? What what I like once again, I understand it. But they, let's let's they act let's, like they, they act like uh he ain't came back against nobody else before. So. I don't you see what I'm saying? But you know, yeah. it is what it is. I picked the Rams and I picked the Rams for a reason. Someone asked me. Did you even, you know, I know at some point you had to think like it was going to happen again. I was like, no. I picked the Rams to win, and I picked them to win for a reason. And I picked them to win because of that defensive line and for what they did in the first half. Now, in really the first three quarters, the Rams' offense got stagnant. They got stagnant and weren't being as aggressive as they probably should have been, especially late in that game. Uh, with those those last couple of drives where it's like, hey, man, like, I get it. You want to run the ball. You want to bleed the clock. But that's not what's been giving you success. Like, still do what you've been doing. It's okay to throw the ball. Just, you know, make smart decisions. Don't put the ball in harm's way. Um, and they, I mean, they did that on their last drive. And then um, the kicker missed the field goal. Um and everything right before he ended up coming back and making the field goal. If there's one thing I learned um, this weekend, just watching all of these games, you you don't you can't leave these receivers one on one. I don't I don't know what Tampa Bay was 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 doing was thinking, but when you see the call that you have on, and you see that Cooper Cup is going to be one on one with a safety, you got to find a way to. To get out of that, I don't. That's that's not a matchup that you that you want. You don't leave him one on one with a safety. He's gonna win that more times than not. Him, Chase, Tariq Hill, Kelsey, Debo Samuel. Like you don't one on one these dudes. Odell, like late in late game situations. That I mean, these they're too good. They're gonna win those one on one battles. Nine out of ten times, eight out of ten times. Um, Matthew Stafford played played a a great game. It just seemed like the Rams had their number. They beat them early in the year, pretty convincingly. I might add in L.A. I think they have had, they've had Tom Brady's number. I do think he will come back for one more season. Um, I don't see them. I don't see them. It'd be, it's going to be tough for them 
to come out of the NFC next year. And because the Rams won't be going anywhere, the 49ers are showing up and depending on what, you know, what goes on with them, what they do, if they make any moves, they won't be going anywhere. Um, I don't want to say Arizona, but I mean, Arizona, uh, let's see what happens with them. And I'm not going to mention the other team, but there are some teams in the NFC that um, are going to be tough to beat. So, We'll see what happens, but I do think Tom Brady will be coming back for one more run at it. But credit to credit to the Rams, credit to that defensive line. They just, I mean, when they decided they wanted to get back there to the to to Tom Brady, when they get when they want to get back to the quarterback, they're like, okay, well, I guess it's my turn. That's almost what it looks like. It's like, all right, Vaughn, you go ahead this time, and then I'll go like two pays later, and then Leonard Fournette, I mean Leonard Floyd, you go the next play. Like they just pick and choose when they want to get back there. So, um, yeah, that was that's my that's my take on the game. And them boys are in a cover zero on there. <laughs> I don't They're get in a cover it. Cover zero. I, hey, Ty Bowles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, look, I ain't gonna hold you, dude. I ain't gonna lie. When I seen Cooper Cup have a fumble, I'm like, that's one of the more sure-handed guys in the league. When that happened, I did get a little nervous. I'm like, oh, here come that shit. This bullshit about to start. They about to, they about to do it again. But uh, <laughs> it didn't, it, it it didn't happen that way. So, thankfully. Thankfully, and and Matt Gay made up for the the missed kick that he had earlier with that uh, the, with the game winning kick that you mentioned. Um, man, my last thing on this game, and then I'm and then we can we can wrap it up. Is um, I need people to stop uh, moving the goalposts for a lot of things. Um, I know Tampa Bay's offensive line was was hurt, dealing with injuries and everything like that. Um, but nobody was saying that last February about Kansas City offensive line in the Super Bowl. It was giving Tom Brady and them a lot of credit, but really it was the defense. But the defense is playing a whole new starting offensive line. And I see people mentioning how the Buccaneers is hurt and the offensive line is dead, pretty much making excuses. Stop moving this goalpost. Let's let's stop moving this goalpost. It is what it is. Cause at the end of the day, they still had a chance to come back and, and win this game. Uh let's just stop moving the goalpost for certain people. Um, but as we all know, we, we know how that goes sometimes. You know, they don't nobody want to do stuff the same. They got they got it's it's an excuse for one person, but it ain't an excuse for another. And I just I'm not a fan of moving the goalposts. It, it has to stay there. It is what it is. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Um, but man, great games coming up this weekend for Championship Sunday. We'll discuss that on another episode as we get ready to wrap it up here. Um, y'all got any last words? Any comments? Any shout outs? I want to give. Yeah. Um... Piggyback on Sanders. Stop moving the goalposts. 
That's too many kickers has been missing was missing kicks all weekend. Um, so they got to stop moving the goalposts. I don't know if something in the ground, that turf, whatever it is, get that turf right. So these kickers got to get on it. But besides that, man, y'all have a productive weekend. Man, it's always good to be on the show. Um, Peace, love, prosperity. Yeah, uh, one quick thing. I don't know if, what the weather is like down there in Tennessee, but y'all boys stay warm. Uh, we keep getting snow here. Um, it's like it doesn't stop. Um, it just continues to snow. Just constantly. Every time you look outside, it's more snow. So, Y'all boys stay warm. Enjoy enjoy the little, I don't want to say heat, but compared to what we're getting up here, it's heat. So, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all boys stay warm out there for sure. Stay warm, man. It was, it, was, it was actually pretty straight today, but they saying we might get a little bit more snow here too, bro. Yeah, it was the snow. I ain't going to lie, dude. We had, um, in Memphis, we had a little, it was high as 62. So, see, see, I would love that right now. No, I said I almost I took the jacket off, but it is pneumonia weather over this winter, yeah, so I had to won't get me. So yeah, but that's it. That's it, man. Y'all, y'all stay warm, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, continue to pursue your dreams. Continue to pursue your dreams, man. As always, appreciate y'all for joining me, taking the time out y'all day, man. Uh, Come on here with me. Uh, of course, big shout out to the man upstairs. Obviously, without him, none of this is possible. Then uh, shout out to everybody who's been listening. Keep listening. Uh, spread the word out for sure. Uh, man, like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, follow the Instagram. Follow the Twitter. Instagram, EMS underscore podcast underscore. Uh, the Twitter, podcast underscore EMS. Uh, wherever you get the podcast, it would be Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, continue to like, listen, support, man, subscribe. Tell everybody about it. Uh, try to keep these numbers to keep growing, man. Uh, get ready here. We're going to drop another episode probably sometime later on this week uh, as we get ready for Championship Sunday here uh, in the NFL. Uh, man. Love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh, no means no. No means no. Yes, sir. You know, uh, Valentine's Day is approaching pretty soon. Um, but just just make sure everything is cool, everything's safe. You know what I'm saying? And and, and enjoy yourselves responsibly. Uh, but yeah, man, y'all just continue supporting us, man. We appreciate it for sure. Um, Peace, love, and tranquility, man. Once again, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.